Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration from life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluti, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StaceyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hey, friends. Thank you for joining us today. I have got my daughter on the line with me today. Chloe, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, We are going to talk about winning strategy today because it is so, um, of course, everything in life and business and college life. Chloe just finished her um, senior year at Oral Roberts University in Oklahoma, and she is going to stay for another year to get her teaching credential, but she played soccer there. And um, when she finished her soccer season, she was given a book by her coach, and she's not like much of a reader, but she was able to almost finish this book in less than three days. And so, um, you know, she showed it to me and it's about being a warrior and thinking like a warrior. And it just, I don't know, there was just so much in it that was um, really valuable. And so I just thought we would kind of chat about it. So what do you think about that, Chloe? Yeah, sounds great. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) All right. So tell us, um, what kind of stood out for you? The book is called Think Like a Warrior, The Five Inner Beliefs That Make You Unstoppable, and it's by Darren Donnelly. And so you picked up this book a couple of days ago and you started reading it. And what was it that just kept you in it? Like you didn't put it down. Yeah. Well, I think anyone likes keys to success. Anyone wants to live a life where they feel unstoppable and they feel confident and they feel, um, you know, in control of their life. And so this book I felt like was gold and it was also really um, relatable in my past journey and um, a lot of tips and a lot of wisdom that I could use in my future um, and apply in my future life. Awesome. So it was totally relevant to where you are, but you said that you kept applying it to your future. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Like you kept thinking yes. like, wow, this would be really important in life. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Um, it's a, a bunch of secrets shared by the world's greatest achievers. Um, and the book, it, you know, you said to me you weren't sure if it was true or not because it was like this writer was, talking about visitations that he had um, experienced by different coaches and stuff? Is that kind of how the book is set up? Yeah, Yeah. and I should remember the names. I love sports so much, but I'm really bad with following um, all these legendary people who have coached (laughs) amazing sports. Um, So you could probably look it up. Um, Actually, I think it's on the back cover of the book. It has the the names of the five coaches, legendary um, coaches who visited um, this guy, his name, um, what was his name, McNeely, I believe. Um, Yeah, and gave him a bunch of advice. 
awesome. So the back of the book says, angry, worried, and desperate for help, Chris receives mysterious visits from five of history's greatest coaches, John Wooden, Buck O'Neill, Herb Brooks, Paul, or Herb Brooks, Paul Bear Bryant and Vince Lombardi. That is quite wow, a lineup right there. Yeah. <laughs> probably sounds silly so never good. hearing yeah, those we, names uh, before, but. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But so good. I those are absolutely them. legends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about the five. The very first one is I focus only on things that have total control over my effort. No. I focus on only the things I have total control over, which is my effort and my attitude. So share a little bit about what that brought up for you. Yeah. Um, Well, going back to being a collegiate athlete, um, I realized that I played soccer, and I realized um, that you can't, you know, control the outcome of the game. You have – 11 players on the field on your own team Um, and you can't control the results all you can control is how much you're giving and how much um, you're really enjoying the game in that moment and so when I heard that I was really um, it kind of uplifted me thinking wow like this really is the right thing to do is just to enjoy the game to give it all you can um, because that's the only thing you can control you can't control um, you can't run around the whole field and do everything. If you do that, you, you wouldn't win. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. that's definitely true in, in sports. Um, to hear that that can be very true in life was really exciting, and it motivated me to think beyond sports and to think, wow, like no matter what situation I'm in life, all I can control is my attitude and my effort and whatever I'm doing in that moment. Whether it's talking to my family, talking to my friends, or being the best uh, future teacher um, I can be. So, yeah, that's so good. One of my coaching clients, um, a couple years, well, it was last year I had, he was a professional hockey player, and he was extraordinary, just a great, great, confident athlete, and he was transitioning into, like, the, you know, professional world of sales, and he felt so insecure and just lost and he hired me to coach him he was ready to quit altogether and the work Mm -hmm. that we did was just I you know I was trying to pull that champion back out like no matter if you're in sales or education or you know whatever realm of life you're um you know you're in these same principles apply and so we pulled that champion right up and out of him and he went on to win a top sales award got a really sweet bonus he's a great he's just doing so good in his company and he was ready to throw in the towel because he felt so insecure and in this you know foreign place of sales but really you're going to take all that you learned on the soccer field and bring it right to life and I love that you learned this before you read the book you know so as you were reading the book you were like yeah that's exactly all I can control (laughs) is my own Effort yeah. and my own attitude so good. Because you, you can't okay, even control other people. That's the exactly. hardest part is you can't right. control your other teammates. All you have to control is yourself. Right. So it, it can get frustrating when yeah. you're around people who are complaining or not giving their all. But by you giving your all and your attitude, it's actually super contagious. And people start to pick yeah. up their heads and they start to 
you know, they might not change completely, but um, you will be very, you'll stand out in that aspect. So, yeah, we we are here to influence and everything that we do affects other people. So that is the Mm -hmm. difference that you make is by shifting your own energy and helping others to rise up. Um, That's so good. Okay, here's the second mm-hmm. one. I love, this is so good, I love this. I love what mm-hmm. I do, and I attack each day with joy and enthusiasm. Tell yeah. us about that. That is very authentic yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a big one in sports, um, um, being a collegiate athlete, it got difficult. Um, Not everything turned out to be what I hoped and imagined it would be. And so sometimes, um, while I would say most often, it was very hard um, to sometimes continue because the results weren't going my way. Um, You know, I I never was the the starter and and the rock of the team. Um, And so through those disappointments, I would always look back and I would think, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I'd always come down to, I love soccer. Like, I really love it. I've played mm-hmm. it my whole life. It's such a fun sport. And so when I read that, I was like, oh, that's so right. Because in even in those hard moments, when you realize that you love what you're doing, it takes the disappointments, it takes the frustrations, it takes the anger all out, and it keeps you um, keeps you excited and happy because you are able to do what you love and so um even in life with um you know i i'm i am studying to be a teacher and so i got really excited because i have that love and that passion for for teaching children you know to be who they were created to be and so it got me excited to really love something you'll never work in a day in your life because you love it and and mm-hmm. therefore the joy and the enthusiasm comes out with that because you truly when you truly love something passion comes um hard work comes yeah. all of that and so yeah um yeah. Amen. yeah Chloe and I are both all about that not working a day in your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember when I met when I met your dad um, he would use the word work all the time. Well, I got to work on the weekend. I'm like, what do you mean work? I'm like, well, well I got to pay bills and I got to do the, you know, mow on. I'm like, work? That's not work. That's life. You know, like work That's kind fun. of had a negative connotation to me. I realized that work is not a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing. We're privileged to be able to do it. But for people that yeah. love what they do, we don't even know, like, what does work really mean, you know? So I love yeah. that. Enthusiasm is truly um, – what you came into this world with, and I relate to that um, relate to that as well. And theos, the the word enthusiasm comes from the root word, and theos, which means God. Theos means God, and en is in, and so the God within. When you're in that enthusiastic mm-hmm. place, you are experiencing this divine energy that is just so contagious and so impactful, and it really makes the world a better place. So enthusiasm is never to be minimized. It's very very powerful. So, uh, yeah, awesome. Okay, number three, I dream big and I ignore the naysayers, ooh, the haters. What do you have to say about that? Is that hard? (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, so I go to Oral Roberts University, and it is a Division I school, and I, um, growing up, I played soccer, but I was never in the super competitive leagues um, 
the super high ranking, <laughs> all of that. I just played mm-hmm. because I loved it and I had a talent. But my dream was to play D1 soccer. And I, um, there was feelings and thoughts inside of me that would say, you could never do that. You're not good enough. Uh, you haven't had the proper training. You haven't invested all the time to do that. And so a lot of the naysayers was actually voices inside myself. <laughs> um, I did get Yay, a couple from, awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I got a couple from, uh, you know, outside friends like, oh, really? Like, well, if you want to do that, you should be playing on, you know, the Hawks instead of surf or you should be, you know, yeah. like you should be doing all this other stuff. And um, it just, never worked out that way and so all of a sudden um <laughs> I just I actually wrote <laughs> I wrote out on um, a flashcard in my bathroom you know a couple of dreams that I had and that was a really big one because uh it technically it didn't really line up and work well you know <laughs> six years later here I am I just finished my last year in D1 soccer and I made it and um I got to my dream I, I achieved a dream <laughs> that I had and so yeah, that you uh, increases my mm-hmm. <laughs> increases my That's so say, amazing. No Chloe matter had what flashcards yeah, it doesn't matter. Like you would just put it out there and all of us, like even me and Hugo, you know, your dad, we were like, Oh my God, look at that girl. Like she just dreams big and just keeps her eyes on the prize. And, you know, so who are we to ever, you know, doubt? I mean, we just kept supporting you and um, it was so beautiful to watch that whole thing come to pass because we would hear it as well as parents. Like, well, if she wants to do that, shouldn't you be putting her on this other team? And we just weren't, willing to compromise your peace and your joy like those things are very important to us and we knew that if we got you on another more competitive team it just it felt like it was going to be a little um it it just wasn't going to be a really positive experience and that was always so important to us so anyways you did exactly what you were supposed to do and you took the course that um god had planned for you obviously but i love that you said the naysayers are the voices of fear and the voices of cynicism, you know, these naysayers are truly inside of us most of the time. It's not the, the external, it's not that the voices on the outside that are so powerful. It's the ones that are inside of ourselves that we really are up against, right? Yeah, very much Is so. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah completely. So you completely. were able to I, recognize I, that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, all I was going to say is I did have the support I noticed, like, my parents did believe in me and my grandparents and my friends. Like, they did, you know, I even remember in high school, There's, um, I had a couple teammates that say, oh, make sure you save me some seats when you go professional, you know. So I did have people to build and support yeah. me. But I think the biggest naysayer was, um, was you know, doubt in, in my own head. <laughs> so, uh, so when mm-hmm. I read that book, it actually uh, – I don't think I was that aware of it in the moment. And so it made me aware, wow, like I have a lot of voices in my head. So to recognize those voices and to ignore them, that was the key right there. Ignore those voices. Um, so that's yeah. what we're doing in the future. So good. Yeah. Okay, number four. I am relentless and I will never give up on my dreams. 
I know that problems will come my way, but I know that I have what it takes to overcome each and every one of them. So no matter what obstacles I face, I will fight my way through them. Nothing can stop me from reaching my destination. Oh, it's just good, simple stuff, right? Fires you up. Yeah, completely. (laughs) No, It speaks to, like, the truth of who you are. And when you're reading words, that are true, it just strengthens you. It like lights up your bones, right? You can just stand up and go, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's who I yeah. am. That's what I'm going to do. Like it helps you to choose the noble path, you know? So that's so good. Relentless. And I really see there. that you have been that. Mm. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um they had said to expect in that expect problems but expect mm. to conquer those problems and so I think growing up I was I've been so um I've kind of had this mentality of oh it's all what rainbows and butterflies did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> It's all, yeah. it's all dandy, it's all good, you know, we have dreams, it's going to be great. And so when problems would come, I um, I tried to ignore them and I didn't want to see them. I would get really disappointed because I was like, no, this isn't what's supposed to happen. So when I read that in the book, I, I was kind of like, ugh, like anti, no, no problems. But when I read the mm. next lines, expect to conquer them, I thought, wow, like, you know, anytime you're going to dream big, you're going to have to fail. That was one of the biggest things my coach, uh, Coach Roger Bush, <laughs> taught me was you're going to fail, Amazing. but fail forward. The only time you fail yeah. is when you stay down, when you when you give up, when you quit. Quit. Um, mm-hmm. And so he always talked about failing forward. In order to reach something, you're going to come across problems. You're going to come across um you know, like the hard, the hard things in life in order to, you know, to get to those big things, you have to cross, you know, I think I, right now I'm thinking of a big castle, like to get to that huge castle, you have to cross the moat and the moat's not going to be easy to get, get across. You have to, you have to go you through the crocodile. That castle to through. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It just came to my mind. That's awesome. You have to go through that hard um, time in order to get I, to the top yeah you got you didn't fall your way to the top of the mountain like there's just resistance that we that show us you know that builds strength or whatever that every problem really is a a possibility right every obstacle is an opportunity every stumbling block is you know all of these things are stepping stones all of these things strengthen they help us get to the next place they're all necessary Um, Mm -hmm. so that we see what we're really made of because how do you know you're strong until you get in that Mm -hmm. weak place and and you step forward anyways, right? You just don't Mm -hmm. know what's in you until you really put yourself in an impossible situation and then you kind of arise and you're like, wow, how did I I get here, you know? It's really cool. So you've really seen what's inside of you. These past four years you've overcome a lot. The last one is I choose faith over fear. Mm. That's it. So um, (laughs) this chapter is kind of about confidence, 
you know, believing mm-hmm. that you really have what it takes to accomplish the dream or whatever it is in your heart that that thing in your heart is not there on accident, that, that you have the faith to overcome the fear that you're going to come up against on the way mm-hmm. to um, achieving any dream, right? Mm-hmm. Did you use your faith yeah. a lot? Did I'm what? I'm sorry. Did you use your faith a lot? Do you remember yeah. having to believe something that was really difficult to believe on your way? Yeah. Yeah. I way. think this one was the most challenging and the most um, kind of reflecting, tear-jerking <laughs> thing that I wish I had done more mm-hmm. of. And so this was a huge learning curve um, because it's so easy well, it was funny yesterday. I was I was um I was flying home <laughs> in the airport, and this <laughs> is so random. But I thought to myself, "Wow, I think I've grown in confidence a lot." Like I, I kind of thought to myself, "I'm pretty confident," you know, <laughs> just a little reflecting <laughs> moment. But uh-huh. when I read this chapter, I went, "Uh-uh, I don't think I'm there yet." <laughs> and um, <laughs> but he um the author. I gave some um, tips of how to grow your confidence, and um, one of uh, a couple of them uh, were learn from people who have done what you want to do in the future, learn from their mistakes, learn from their um, achievements as well. Also, um, mm-hmm. prepare. You you have to prepare. I think. Um, uh, I'll go as far as to say I feel like this generation, we expect, we want the best, we want to be millionaires, we want to be successful, but sometimes we we expect, we just wait back and we, 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 we expect it just to happen instead of to work for it and to prepare mm-hmm. for it. And so to gain confidence, mm-hmm. you have to work, you have to prepare it. In order to get your six pack that you've been wanting, like you have to work out, you have to eat your vegetables, you can't just think they're going to magically appear. And so... Um, when I thought yeah. of that, like, oh, maybe if, um, you know, a, an area that um, I struggle with sometimes in being a teacher is I go, wow, like, I don't think I know that much. How in the world am I going to teach, you know, third graders things I, I don't think I know? And so a lot of fear comes. And so that fear takes away from, you know, my my calling and my desire, my passion to teach. But when I read Prepare, well, <laughs> I have to read my books. I have to write my essays. I have to take notes when my teachers are talking and learn so that I am prepared to grow, and that's where my confidence will come from. And so, um, yeah, you know, yeah. and so the, the bullet point is, you know, choose choose faith over fear, right? If that, that was it, I choose faith instead like of fear. Like faith your way there. Yeah. I choose faith mm-hmm. over fear. Yeah. 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 Anytime so we're stepping into our life's work um there's gonna be fear and it, it it just sounds so silly sometimes like when you say it out loud you're like wow how could I really be afraid of that you know and uh, it's just that that there's just resistance you know there's just an en- enemy that's coming up against all of the work um the noble work the the yeah. good stuff you know that we're stepping into there's just always going to have to be fear that we overcome whether it's reasonable or not we got to we got to overcome it, and that's how confidence is built through action. Absolutely, that's a really good point. 
You know, um, as a college student, I have been spending some time reading um, Jordan Peterson and, and listening to Jordan Peterson. He's just so great on his rules for life. And again, you know, these rules for life and business and thinking like a warrior and being unstoppable, all of this relates to every single thing in our life. The way that we do one thing is the way that we do everything. So all of it applies to every area of our life. But, you know, there's a little um, piece where he speaks to college students in particular. And he says, you know, you are here um, on a mission. You know, those of you who are in college, your mission is to learn how to read and to write and to speak and to articulate yourself in order to change the world. Wherever the world that you, you know, are going to be influencing or impacting is um, if you don't know how to read and write and speak um, and you don't take the time to, to reflect and to clarify your thoughts and to learn how to communicate in ways that are going to reach other people, you're missing out on so much. And I, I think that that's just such a good point. And I love, you know, that you read this book in a few days that just like blessed me. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's um, so powerful. You know, this is how change really happens and how confidence is increased and how all of you step in, how all of us step into our places in this world that we're designed and destined for. So congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) And it's an easy read for whoever does want to read it. It's a really easy read and um, it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Can you get it on Amazon? Probably on Amazon. It's by Darren Donnelly and it's called Think Like a Warrior. The five inner beliefs that make you unstoppable. And that's what we want to be is unstoppable, right, Chloe? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a delay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we thank you for joining us today, audience. Thank you so much for being here. And um, reach out to me anytime, Stacy at stacyc.com. That's with an EY. And um, we can get you on. Um, you know, get you in line with the work that you're here to do as well, whether that's amplifying your voice on the radio show or publishing a chapter in a book or um, just helping you overcome the fear that's keeping you stuck in your life. Reach out to me for coaching or for anything, and um, we'll see how we can get you connected to the people and the resources you need to keep moving forward. So thank you for joining us today, and don't forget to be the change and the magic you're hoping to see in the world. Until next week. Peace out. Thanks, Chloe, for being on. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me be. Bye.